This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. All right around Australia, you listen to The Driver's Seat with Matt McKellen and Stephen Johnson. It's Nims is all here. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. Now, the British Grand Prix kicked off the 2023 World Supercross Championship with both Ken Rosen and Shane McElrath back to defend their crowns. And someone that knows his way around the dirt is Aussie Supercross legend Chad Reid. See ya. Welcome to the driver's seat. Oh, thank you. It's the uh, first time. I'm excited. <laughs> well, mate, let's quickly talk about the British GP because that was at Villa Park in Birmingham last weekend, uh, the home of Aston Villa, the Premier League side. And it was anything but because it was transformed into a supercross track. And that is an incredible build process. We'll start off by saying that. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, like, I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years. So it's like, the process seems pretty seamless and, and pretty normal, but it really is like when you're, you know, like World Supercross is quite a new series. We're in our first full season. And so there's a lot of new people. And so uh, what you quickly realize is you're shoulder to shoulder with people that are like kind of wowed by that experience of just seeing this perfectly beautiful, you know, green grass. And then we come and put, you know, thousands and thousands of yards of dirt on this place and they're kind of freaking out. And so, yeah, no, it is. It's something that you take for granted that you've just seen it so so often. And even even yourself asking that question reminded me of uh, some of the process that and, and some of the questions I had to answer this weekend. So it's one of those things too, because like, so in V8 supercars or F1 and even to an extent rally, you can do a bit of work on a sim to sort of get yourself up to speed with the track, but you can't really do that in the WSX because literally this track... Even, there are always little intricacies that could change between here and there. So as a rider, does that level the playing field or does that make that harder because you go to each track and it's a completely new experience, but also a very familiar experience? Yeah, and it probably, you know, obviously I'm quite up to speed on the iRacing. You know, I do, you know, quite a bit of that. And I did some, uh, some you know, some Lamborghini racing in 2019. So iRacing was a, an awesome tool. You could really learn the tracks. Um, the thing that we rely on on the motorcycle standpoint is a lot of the jumps and the obstacles are are kind of I'm trying to think of the word I would use. Like they're they're to scale, right? Like they the shapes, the sizing, the height. Um, they're kind of what they're in a so like an alphabet for us. Like we we understand that uh, we call it like a three footer, a five footer, um, the whoops, a triple. Um, all those things, though they're scrambled and it's kind of like a, you know, it's a, it's a guessing game, but the actual obstacles are, are something that we're really familiar to, with. So that, that's probably what keeps it, you know, in a, in a, in a window where we're just used to it and you kind of hit the ground running. It's just like running up a set of stairs. <laughs> so how did you see the racing last weekend? Cause I noticed uh, like checking out the highlights, I mean, especially around, you know, the first corner that um, there was a fair few spills and I was just wondering whether could that be 
a bit of rust, blowing out the cobwebs. But uh, uh, Ken Rosen ultimately took the honours for the weekend. But there was plenty of others that did sh- uh, shine in Birmingham. A lot of guys. And then, uh, you know, to your original question of the start, like I I don't know that in all my 25 years of professional racing that I've actually seen as many crashes and as carnage and just hectic as uh, in a first turn thing. And and I, and I think that what I put it down to is it's a quite a unique, uh, you know, race, race format in the fact that it's three back to back races. And all of our athletes, uh, we've done this in Australia uh, when I was, you know, prom- helping promote uh, Supercross in the mid 2000s, um, you know, but we've, it's never been done at a high level. So uh, I think that that's what it is. I think these guys are just so not used to it and they're kind of in a, that freak out mode of like, oh, we got to go again. And, you know, you've got to get a good start. Start's really, really important. And that's that's where the carnage is happening. Yeah. Uh, well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, you've got 10 teams, 40 world-class riders all lining up behind the gates. It's a global championship. As you said, you've been there. You've done that. But how does it not only physically take the toll on you, but what about mentally? Because you're jumping continents. Even when you get a home race, it's not exactly home. Like, if we if we take uh, Melbourne into example, I mean, uh, you're a New South Wales boy as well. Marvel Stadium, while close to home, is still very far from home for you. So how do you sort of wrap yourself around that? Like, in trying to stay match fit and match ready for each round, knowing that, you know, even just a little millisecond or misjudging a jump here or there can absolutely ruin your championship or make your championship and having to jump from say Abu Dhabi to then go to Canada to, to all of this stuff. Like it's when you think about it, it's pretty incredible just the level that these riders go through. Absolutely. And, And I take for granted sometimes, you know, like when you grow up in Aussie, Everywhere you need to go, you are leaving the country. You got to pack that passport, you know. Um, you know where sometimes a lot of the you know the Americans, Europeans, um, you know Europe, you can drive through several different countries, uh, you know, by just jumping on a freeway and doing that. You know, you, you and I cannot do that in Australia. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna need a boat, a boat or an airplane, right? Um, and so. And so, you know, I've been doing that since I was 11. And so you kind of just think it is second nature and it's kind of normal um, where a lot of these guys are, are really uh, they're really excited. And I think they're they're embracing it. But you can see it's very new to them. And and I think that that's probably what's a challenge, but it, what's exciting, um, you know, with a high majority of them being Americans, um, you know, living life in America, it's really easy. Like anything that you need at any time in the day is available to you. Um, you know, you start traveling to places like the UK. I mean, simply getting a coffee or, you know, a grilled piece of chicken and some veggies, you think it would be easy, but it's actually not, you know? Um, And so that's, that's what I'm seeing. And I think that that's what's going to take these guys, uh, you know, some getting used to, I mean, our next trip uh, is off to Singapore, you know, and I've been to Singapore, you know, kind of connecting through and I've spent 24 hours there, but even myself, I'm excited to go there and it's just, you know, different flavor or fuel, you know, everything like that. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. I'm checking, just having a look at this, the calendar. I mean, it, it jumps all over the place because you got, as you mentioned, you got Singapore on uh, September 30th. Then you go to Germany in October, Canada, late October, Abu Dhabi, November 4th. And it all wraps up in Melbourne here at Marvel Stadium 
in November 24th and 25th. And last year, when you sort of had the pilot season of the uh, WSX Championship, we had about 60,000 fans across the country for last year's event at Docklands. And it was a hell of a spectacle. So for these riders, like being a sort of the first coming out party of this championship, that is going to be a heck of a finale. It really is. It's going to be awesome. And, and you know, just, uh, you know, I be I was really fortunate to be a part of, you know, that kind of what I would call like the, the original owners of where super, you know, the world supercross. Uh, a lot of those guys come from, a, you know, a, a series that they were running some races in Sydney and were working to go to Melbourne and things like that. And so, I think I did my kind of my uh, my retirement announcement in Melbourne in 2019. And just to see the growth of that as an Australian Supercross and kind of like a unique, cool thing to now being part of a world championship. Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's really cool. And, and there's days that I'm like, man, it would be awesome to be 10 years younger, you know, just not wishing that that this experience was, was available when I was, when I was, you know, in my prime and racing, but I'm really enjoying kind of helping contributing and just watching this amazing sport. That's been such a huge part of my life grow throughout the world. And yeah, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up in Melbourne here in, uh, in November. I was about to say, because uh, you've got a hell of an extensive resume here in Supercross. I mean, two time AMA Supercross champion, motocross champion as well, record holder for most main event starts in history. You're looking pretty good, Nick, my friend. And uh, I can tell you right now, if you want to add to those uh, main event starts, have you thought about getting back on the bike? Because 2019 wasn't that far away. Sure, you're all healed up. Uh, you, do you get that little itch, especially being so close back to the action? I, I do get the itch. I, I I can't lie about that. I, I I get it every once in a while. You know, and these these events have some unique opportunity where where you know some retired guys or let's say guys that race another series or something they have the opportunity to be able to wild card. Um, so a wild card's not crossed off for me yet in Melbourne, but but we'll see. <laughs> I've, I've, I got time to make that decision because I may look decent, but there I got, there's a lot of work ahead of me if I want to do a race. I was about to say, uh, there's probably people going to be listening to this, just sort of pricking their ears yeah. up going, hang on a second. He didn't say that. What was going on? But uh, Chad, we, we've taken up far too much of your time here this um, on the driver's seat, but we thank you very much for joining us. And hopefully throughout the season, uh, you'll uh, jump back on the show and we'll have a bit of a chat as well. But if you want more information and you want to check out the broadcast yourself, it's a fantastic product. Do yourself a favor. WSX.tv is the website where you can go, but you can get your tickets to the World Supercross Championship. That is going to be at Marvel Stadium, November 24th and 25th. Chad Reed, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you, my friend, and uh, hopefully this isn't the last time we'll have you on the driver's seat. Nah, we'll, uh, we've got a little break here, getting ready for Singapore, and then after Singapore, we can chat. I think that these boys are going to have some, uh, some time to really brush up on what they did right or wrong. Uh, at the first one and then come out swinging in Singapore. So I think we have lots to, lots to cover. We sure will. Get your tickets to the World Supercross Championship Australia Grand Prix at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne today, November 24th and 25th. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand.